Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. I guess I forgot my three, two, one. <laughs> and so there you have it. <clears throat> None of us are perfect. And that is part of what I want to talk about today as we continue in Advent and transitioning from hope to faith and really looking at the faith. You know, the Bible is filled with very, very interesting stories of people, all of which are imperfect. And so I've been been following along earlier, the last couple of months we've been going through Genesis. And so I want to read in Matthew some of the genealogy, and I'm not going to go through all of it, but just some of the things that we've just covered in Genesis. So it starts off in Matthew, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, by Tamar. So we've been reading about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Judah, and none of them are perfect. They are very imperfect. And they are descendants of Adam and Seth, and then Noah and his sons. And so there was just, Genesis is filled with broken people trying to figure this thing out and often getting in the way as they go. And that's where faith comes in. Our hope and our faith is not in our ability to figure it out and get it done. It's in us letting go and really trusting God and growing our faith. And so we need to grow our faith. That's why we need to read God's word and we need to be people of prayer. And by reading God's word, we learn just how broken people are and just how easy it is for us to fall into sin or to get sidetracked or uh, to get distracted even by things that are good, but not what are best for us. And so that's reading the Bible. That's why we, we want to be reading the Bible and getting to know God and just being in the word and letting it feed our soul and renew our mind. So Romans 12 talks about renewing our mind, and that's by the reading of God's word. So you're not going to do very well walking by faith apart from reading and studying God's word. And then the other part of that is prayer. Prayer, when you when we pray for things and then things happen and we realize, wow, that's what I was praying for. Or maybe even, well, that's not how I was praying for it to happen or for it to go. But look at that, God got involved. Or even years later, seeing the faithfulness of God in a really, really bad situation. So you may have gone through something really bad, but many years later, even a decade or many decades later, it shows up as, wow, God is faithful. My life is like that. There's lots of things I've done way wrong, yet God has shown himself faithful. And, and so this hope that we have, this faith that we have is not in a Christmas tree or Christmas lights or the gifts we might get on Christmas morning or whenever it is that you celebrate that gift opening time, but really focusing in on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and what is it that we are doing pressing on with him. And so that's why I want to read a little bit about Matthew, and then I want to continue on when it talks about not a birth. Now, you can go on with the genealogy. There's a lot of other broken people in it, but let's skip ahead to 18 where we start to talk about Joseph and Mary. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way when his mother Mary had been betrothed 
to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. So verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And so uh, the great thing here, Joseph's not being picked because he's the best guy. Mary's not being picked because she's the perfect person, although there'll be some that would argue with me about that. They are chosen by God to fulfill this. And I think for Joseph was because Joseph had faith and Joseph would follow instruction. He was, I think, a quiet man. So the instruction, if you're to be wife, uh, was with child, the instruction would be to put her away. So he was going to do it in a way where she wouldn't have to be stoned to death, which wasn't really a, a thing that was practiced. But here's the thing. We start this Christmas story with this young couple, Mary probably a teenager, a young teenager, Joseph in his, probably in his mid-20s, late-20s. And right off the bat, there's trouble in paradise. And yet Joseph is showing that he has his eyes toward God. And he wasn't perfect, but his eyes were toward God. And he would not be confused by a dream, by an angel. And so right away, he does what he's told. And we're going to see he does that again and again in the very young days of Jesus's life as a human, when he becomes fully man and is totally at the mercy, if you will, of his father and mother, that Joseph is very quick to follow the instructions that God gives him through an angel. And so my question to us, as we look at our own faith, do we have the kind of faith that is quick to respond and quick to do what God is telling us to do? Or do we have to question it, doubt it, even put it off to the side? Well, that's not really what I was looking to do. So I'm, I'm going to check, you know, check that up to pepperoni pizza or something else. You know, God is in the business of winning the loss. God is in the business of building his kingdom, and we get to be a part of that. But he doesn't need us. He will find others if we won't. And so let's get into the game. Let's be there. Let's, let's be the people of faith that shine the light, that show the hope that we have in Christ Jesus, and part of that is proclaiming Christ Jesus. And in this season of Christmas time, to be able to say Merry Christmas, may he who is faithful and he who created all things shine upon you, and may you feel his hand upon you. So go. That's my prayer for you. God bless you. Have a great day.